Hey, this is Dakota from Paralandra, and you are watching CMS TV. and Queen right here on your classic metal show with the celebrity. I want to be seen on the TV. Wow. So uh, that one goes out to Anthony Corolla. I wanted to hear C-Liberty. Pretty good of, song, man. Uh, off of Cosmos Rocks. I guess that's a new composition that uh, Paul Rogers and Queen did together. I so, like it. Sounded yeah, good to me. That's pretty good. Paul Rogers is, can do no wrong. Yeah, he's he's pretty much perfect. <laughs> you know, I you know I had heard you know I wasn't aware of this. I I was uh, reading an article with him not recent, just recently, about a week or so ago. I didn't okay. realize he had had some strokes and stuff. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Mm -hmm. Wasn't like aware about a year ago. In, yeah, I, I wasn't aware that uh, he was having those kind of health issues. You know. Yeah, unfortunately, like everything, like everybody else, this age thing is a real bitch. Yeah, but uh, regardless of time passing, whether it's the late 60s into the 70s to, to where he is now, he still sounds exactly the same. Yeah, yep. Yeah, I mean, you listen to the first Bad Company record or even the, fr the free stuff, and you listen to him now, he still sounds the same. It's, it's amazing. Yeah, he's a great vocalist. Even the stuff that... Uh, he did with the firm. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah, I know that uh, you're a big fan of the firm. I, you know, obviously I like the firm, but, uh, I think you're a big fan of that second, second. I am the firm mean business. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's good stuff from those guys. But, uh, anyway, there you go. A couple of requests, uh, got in there. We heard, uh, since we were talking about, uh, Nazareth, I had gotten a, um, request there from Jerry Coggle who uh, said that uh, he wanted to hear some whiskey drinking woman. There we go. I those, right? Yeah, I do. <laughs> Does she prefer the gentleman Jack or the, just the regular Jack? I think she, if she has a choice, it's gentleman Jack, but I mean, it ain't that much. She will not drink like Jim Beam though. Yeah. Jim Beam's too sweet. Yeah. She's she, or Southern comfort or anything. I should forget it. Yeah. Not not touching that, but I think she prefers the smoothness of the gentleman mm -hmm. Jack versus yeah. the the little bit more of a you know kick in the teeth that you get with straight up Jack Daniels. But it's all good. Well, I remember what was it like two a little maybe over two years ago there out in uh, out in Des Plaines, uh, Dawkin was playing out at uh, the Des Plaines Theater, and we were stand at the hotel not far from there and they were all out of jack they were totally out of jack and uh this was still when the pandemic was still in force where people were still having to you know wear those you know those masks for safety mm -hmm. and uh that put the put a hurt on some bars and stuff they weren't able to get their distributions and things for sure for, you know for whatever reason and uh people were saying well just just have maker's mark you know, just drink Maker's Mark and, you know, it, it's okay, but it's got, it's too um, acidic or something. You know, I don't know, but it just doesn't have the same, you know, taste as Jack, you know. 
But, mm-hmm. uh, you know, people say, oh, it's, it's just like Jack, you know, and it's like, oh, it is, but it's got a little bit of a, got a funky taste to it. Yeah. Not a big fan of the makers. Yeah. Not, not either. Really. Not really. But, yeah. uh, speaking of drinking Jack, I do have, uh, I do have something new to drink my Jack out of. Okay. What's that? Oh, look at that. This classic metal show pint, the pint glass. Put you up on the, I'll blow you full screen here. Here we go. Look at that. Is it a good glass? I mean, is it, is it, yeah, it's, it's, I mean, is it, is there, there's no like cheap paint or anything on that? No, 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 no. It's, it's a, it's a very, very nice. Well done. Try to keep it out of the ring light there. So you can actually see the damn thing. Right. There you go. Put it under the put it under the skeleton. That's where you can see it best. <laughs> really? Yeah, because there's no shadow there. All right. There you are. There you go. Yep, there it is. Look at and that. For something to drink my coffee in in the morning. All right. Look at that. Put it over here. There it is. Look at that. Damn, damn light fucking lights <laughs> trying to i'm trying to keep the glare off of it so you can actually see the damn thing i can see a picture of it online there, there you go yeah, there it is the classic metal show cup now do you take that to work or not to work no I, that, this is just going to go in the studio right up here next to the docking cup right okay <laughs> this is you don't just think your school. bosses would like that one i you know i don't drink coffee at work do you drink coffee at all yeah, in the morning. I have two oh. cups before I leave the house. I didn't know that you drank coffee. I would have for- thought that was a forbidden taboo for you. No, just in the morning, two cups before I leave for the day. That's all I have. Mm-hmm. And I have something to rest my weary head on. Right. Something for Taylor to put her teeth into when you're, um, <laughs> never mind. <laughs> so there you are. Look at that. That CMS pillow. <laughs> this will go over on the CMS couch. There you go. Very cool. Look at that. Yeah. All kinds so, of goodies. Yeah. So I bought some of our own merch. There you go. Yeah. And you didn't even ask me to hook it up so that you get the discount. I wasn't aware there was a discount. I know you probably mentioned it, but it never, never occurred to me. You paid full price. I did. Nice. So I'm, I'm pleased with the quality of the items. Yeah. That, that company, that spring does a good job. They so, do good work. Uh, yeah, go out there and get yourself some CMS gear. Yeah. I don't, do, do we don't, do we see any money from that at all? I think we do, but it, I think that you have to like, if, if something costs like 50 bucks, we get like a dollar or something <laughs> okay. like that. Okay. And, and before we would ever even see a check, we have to get like a hundred dollars banked or something. I don't know. I don't even know how it works. I don't even care. Well, it's not, I mean, we don't sell the merch to make money on it. Yeah. I mean, it's, know, it's no money to be made on that. Yeah. It's, it's literally there. If people want to rep, rep the show. Yeah. It is definitely not up there so that we could say, Hey, go out and buy our shit. Yeah. I didn't even have any. So I went out and got it. My, my yeah. nephew actually made me jealous. I went to his house and he had a CMS pillow and he had the CMS glasses in his <laughs> cupboard. And I was just like, where the hell did you get that? He goes, I ordered it off your website. I was just like, holy shit. I got to get some of that for myself. Yeah, I need some of that. <laughs> so, uh, 
So when I was sitting here the other night or a week or so ago, I was thinking, hey, you know what? I'm going to go get some of that. Right. And I, it all came in this week. So uh, there you are. I thought I'd thought I'd entice the listeners to sure. go out and uh, support the the CMS and have your own CMS stuff. Well, very cool. Mm-hmm. Very good stuff. So, yep. Well, do you have anything in particular? Uh, I've got stuff and I'm sure you have stuff. I mean, what would you like to do? Would you like to do music or would you like to do real world? Um, let's do real world. I, I I'm going to, I want to start off. Go ahead. I want to start off with something that just was baffling this week. Okay. <laughs> since we're, so, since we're in quote unquote radio. Yes. We were, we both were in terrestrial radio at one point, meaning AM FM style radio, the, the old fashioned in the air radio, as Mike Trevisano would have said. Now I'm going to read this story to you and I, and I will bet you, you will poke all the right holes into it or at least question some of the stuff that is the whole story isn't told here or there's more to the story or this wasn't covered as well as it could, but this is one of this story. I read this and, and so many questions came to mind. And as, <laughs> and as I read through the story or read through the comments rather after the story, so many people who are radio people mm-hmm. all chimed in with a lot of the same questions. Okay. So here's the story. Okay. An Alabama radio station is in disbelief after their 200 foot radio tower was stolen. What? (laughs) Stolen. Stolen. How do you steal something that big? Well, that, well, there, there's question number one. Okay. (laughs) A radio station in Alabama was forced to go silent after thieves stole its 200 foot radio tower and other equipment from the building. Okay. (laughs) The station WJLX sent a landscaping crew to the site Friday morning for spring cleaning only to find that the 200 foot radio tower was gone. When a crew member called the station's general manager to break the news, he was in disbelief. Okay. What do you mean the tower is gone? Right. Are you sure you're in the right place? I actually use more colorful words than that. Than that, Brett Elmore recounted to NBC News. He said there's wires all over the ground and the tower is gone. Not only was the radio tower stolen, but a nearby building was also vandalized. When Elmore heard the door was left ajar, that's when reality was starting to set in that something bad had happened. Yeah, I'd say. Jesus. The thieves stole every piece of equipment from the building, including a transmitter. Elmore, Elmore filed a report with the police. There was a meeting yesterday between the owner and our investigators concerning the manor or the matter rather Jasper mayor, David uh, O'Mary told NBC news on Thursday. At this point, we're still lacking information that we have to have to conduct a full fledged investigation. WJLX notified the federal communications commission that it's AM station was silent. 
The station was hoping to continue broadcasting its programming through its FM radio in the meantime. We requested a temporary authority to keep the FM translator on until we got the AM back on the air. But unfortunately, this morning, I was notified the FCC denied our request to stay on the air on the FM side. So actually, we're about to go power down the transmitter. Despite the setbacks, Elmore has faith WJLX will bounce back. Unfortunately, the site was not insured. We're a small market radio station, but we're going to get it back and we're going to be back on the air soon as possible. All right. I will take questions, sir. Well, I guess the obvious is what do you use to move this thing? I, 200 foot? Yeah, 200 foot tower. I mean, I, I imagine you got to knock it down and then yeah. put it on something. I mean, what, what could move a 200? Even well, a tractor uh, trailer is only 53 feet. Right. Well, let's, let's go with the less less questions on the how did you do it to how did you know it was not missing how did you know how how could you not have known it was missing what is the first thing that happens when a radio station goes off the air you get static you get well no typically radio stations have an engineer right and the engineer usually is notified that the that the signal is gone that, yeah, that's you know, true. Yeah. That's they probably usually, get something to bing on their phone or something. Exactly. It's yeah. like a pager almost like there's no signal where to go. Well, they sent a landscaping crew to the site to um, do landscaping. And they said, hey, the radio station tower is gone. How long was this thing gone? So that means that thing was <laughs> off the air for God knows how long. Days, yeah. So, so they're just now discovering that their station was not on the air for, for let's even say that they were so good at pulling the station or the tower down, say within 12 to 24 hours, Mm -hmm. they didn't know that the thing was not broadcasting for 12 hours. Yeah. There wasn't one phone call in 1200. They must not have a big listenership. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. And, and, and not only that, but typically and I know this is inside baseball for people who don't know anything about radio. Typically you have to take transmitter checks every couple of hours. You know, you, do they it, still do that. I don't know. That's the question. I don't know. I don't know what current Apparently radio, they don't <laughs> current radio people do or don't do. Right. But, but the thing is, is this, the minute that they cut the lines to the, to the tower, Mm-hmm. And the station went off the air. Are you telling me nobody knew this? Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's uh, that. Those are all good questions. <laughs> you, know, that, uh, you know, forget the fact that they knocked the tower down and maybe even cut it up and hauled it away to a scrapyard or something. You know, who knows what they did with it? But but for thieves to be able to take a tower down and get away with it and then nobody even realizing the station was off the air that's kind of bizarre don't you think yeah Yeah, you would think somebody that works there would have it like on in their car or something yeah i mean like hmm that's weird we're not getting anything here (laughs) yeah and you would think that the uh the station would flatline yeah you would think 
it's like the transmitter is not transmitting it's flatlining you know you, mm-hmm. you got zero reading on your on your power meter <laughs> yeah yeah they just didn't know yeah was it an so, lp maybe was it like it, a scott it, clark it, thing it didn't, it didn't say well, still, an lp wouldn't have a 200 foot tower no i mean how big was this was the wstb towers what about 50 feet no, that was a lot taller than that. It was over was 100 it? feet. Yeah. Was it that tall? Yeah. Yeah, it was over 100 feet. Plus, it was, I think, wasn't it mounted on top of the building or was it alongside the building? It was alongside the building. Yeah, I think it was 100 feet. Okay. But then they extended it, made it taller, and then they transmitted it to the uh, Kent State University Tower to ping off of that. Right. To, uh, to get a wider reach. Right. So, so even, you know, when, uh, when WSDB, even a small station like that had an engineer that, uh, um, what was his name? He passed away. Bill, Bill, Bill Weisinger, Bill Weisinger. Yeah. I mean, he, you know, like I'd be doing the CMS and there might've even been just so much as a glitch in the signal and he'd mm-hmm. be calling right away. Hey, go over and check the transmitter. I'm getting, uh, I'm getting a message that there, there was a, you know, a glitch in the system or something, right? you know, and I'd have to go over into the transmitter room and check it out, you know, but, but to, to go that long and not know you're on, not on the air. That's kind of bizarre. Yeah. To go days. <laughs> so I just thought that was a weird, weird story. That is weird. That's uh, it's so did they find out? Did they. Like, well, that's, that's where it ended. That's where the story ended right there. This, this just, this just was reported on, um, two days ago. Okay. So they have no idea what happened. No, they don't know what happened to their tower. <laughs> Somebody stole and, our tower. And they're off the air. Dude, not for nothing, but what kind of station doesn't have an internet presence now? That, that they're not just streaming on the internet. Yeah. You know, you, cause you said they have to power down. Yeah. That sounds like they're going to stop broadcasting till they put up another tower. Well, they'll power down the transmitter. Yeah. Yeah. But the thing is, is the, the transmit, I mean, the, the transmitter had nothing to transmit through. Right. You know, so so it's kind of weird. What a goofy story. Jeez. It's a goofy story. Yeah, it is. That's funny. Yeah. Well, they, they do have a FM presence out there. WJLX 101.5. Right. I don't know that station, but well, it's an Alabama. dude, speaking of stations and this has nothing to do with any of this, but you know, who's still going strong. I, I literally looked him up yesterday. Just, I don't know why it came into my head, but it did Greg Napier. Oh yeah. MMT. Well, he, is he on MMT? He's still listed on his like LinkedIn is on MMT. Oh yeah. I wouldn't, I wouldn't put too much about the LinkedIn. Oh no. All right. No. I, I mean, I looked yeah. and Cause, cause I just looked lost, it up and well, he lost his gig at MMT because they, they were changing formats or something. And you know, he was doing that Sunday night, uh, you know, rocks. Right. And he was doing that for years. And then, uh, they were just like, yeah, you know, even though he was doing it for free. Right. It's like, yeah, well, we're doing something else now, you know? And so he went to some other station. 
Okay. And he was doing his show over there, not quite to the extent he was doing it at MMT because he was on the air like us for like six hours. Right. Just taking all requests and things. And um, they just basically told him, yeah, now well, thanks for beat your it. service. But yeah, we're, we're doing something else now. Right. They said, beat it, pal. Yeah. So to be honest with you, I don't, I don't know what Greg is doing. All right. I, I just looked up. I, I had a weird, I don't even know why. Cause I didn't hear it like on the CMS network or anything. I just kind of was like, I wonder what that guy's doing. And I looked him up and was like, Oh, look, he's still at WMMT. <laughs> I was like, okay. Nah, he'd be probably just didn't change his yeah. uh, LinkedIn. No one cares. Yeah, probably. Right. <laughs> yeah. So, but he did get a, he did get a thank you on the new docking record. Oh, that's nice. Mm-hmm. Yep. After me, of course. Yeah. Well, there you go. Well, of course you, <laughs> you're a goddamn member of the band. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Uh, let's see here. I'm, I'm seeing what he's doing. Yeah. I have no idea. I haven't talked to, I haven't. Oh, let's see. Uh, he's, he shows it on his LinkedIn disc jockey and promoter of the rock show. Uh, yeah. That's, that's that thing, right? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. Oh, he might know. be on um, WKYT. Okay. I think so. So uh, I don't know. I'll have to check in with him. I'll have to hit him up with a uh, text or something. Say, what, what are you doing with yourself these days? Yeah, where are you? Have him yeah, come on. Yeah, seriously. We haven't had him on in 10 years. Yep. Cause he was doing a lot of promotion and things like having the rival sons play it at that, uh, summit city lounge and right. things like that. He was promoting live music, you sure. know, down in his neck of the woods. So I was uh, like that guy. He was fun. Yeah, he's, he's a good dude. I, I met him, uh, way back in 2015. Yeah, it was, uh, it was over Thanksgiving uh, weekend of 2015. Right. Uh, Taylor and I had driven down to Whitesburg and that's when we had our goof on the whole Whitesburg thing. Right. <laughs> you know, those, those were some pretty fun shows where we were goofing about broadcasting live from the Walmart and things like that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Greg, Greg's a good dude. He's, he's, he's definitely, uh, the epitome of the good old boy. Yeah, he is. <laughs> you know, but, uh, as far as what he's doing right now, I'm not really sure to be honest with you. He's doing good old boy shit. Yeah. Whatever that is. Whatever that is, that's what he's doing. Sure. <laughs> so anyway. So anyway, I just thought I'd bring that up since uh, it's kind of pertinent to radio. Sure. Absolutely. All right. So I'll let you take the next one. All right. Well, I have quite the story for you here. Okay. Um, let me pop this right on the screen here. Um, this is the world we live in today. Uh, transgender woman loses bid to sue X for throwing out her surgically removed testicles. We're talking about my nuts. <laughs> All right. So, so even though they were surgically removed, what do you keep them in a jar? Hey, there's my nuts. You're not going to believe this when you hear this. You're going to keep my nuts in a jar. A transgender Michigan woman who sued her ex-boyfriend for discarding her surgically removed testicles had her case tossed out by a judge 
who also rejected the ex's counterclaim for being humiliated by the case. Brianna Kingsley, 40, last year filed a small claims petition against alleging her ex, William whatever, 37, retains possession of my surgically extracted testicles, preserved in a mason jar, kept in the fridge next to the eggs. No. <laughs> <laughs> put, your, put your nuts in a jar and then put them in the refrigerator yeah every time you open up the oh there's my nuts there they are these nuts <laughs> all right the pontiac resident demanded the immediate return of her human remains specimen in her handwritten affidavit in addition to $6,500 in damages. Okay. We're talking about my nuts. I yeah. wanted them in my fridge, not his. Oh, <laughs> Kingsley told a court hearing, the damages were the loss of these nuts, or these nuts as the these case may nuts. be. Yeah. What fucking world do we live in? I don't know what fucking world do we live in when you think you're a, a woman now? Yeah. Well, that's part of the problem with this whole thing is just this whole story is, is just there. There's the happy couple when they were in happier times. Yuck. <laughs> Yuck. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Um, do, 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 do. Woja, whatever. Meanwhile, said he'd already tossed out the testicles and fired a counterclaim for the same amount, claiming he'd been humiliated by coverage of the nutty case by worldwide news outlets, the Detroit News reported. Okay. But District Judge Jeremy Bowie denied both their claims, calling the whole matter a wash during a contentious hearing Wednesday. Adding that this decision can't be appealed according to the outlet. So at least the judge had some sense. Yeah. It's like, you know what? You take your loss. You take your loss. Now beat it. Stop. Yeah. Stop clogging up the, the legal system with this bullshit. You already threw them away. You cut them off to get rid of them. So now you can't fucking keep them as a trophy. You right. fucking dude. <laughs> Jesus. The judge noted how hard it was to calculate potential damages in the bizarre case. Yeah. I can put a dollar amount on, say, if you were missing work at $16 an hour, he said. But as to testicles, I really can't put a number on it. Yeah, and you don't want them to begin with. Yeah, look at this fucking guy. Come on. It's like... Well, were you were you holding on to him just in case you changed your mind? Doesn't this look like Boy George and somebody took a shit on his head? Uh, yeah, a little bit. Jesus. Yep. The judge said Kingsley had a chance to receive her testicles when an Oakland County Sheriff's deputy accompanied her to her former Bo's home in January 2023. At the time, see, this story just gets worse and worse. At the time, Kingsley had just gotten out of jail where she spent three days and was fined $100 for violating a personal protection order he had filed against her, the Detroit News reported. So this, this, is, this is a lunatic, right? Yeah, of course. 
I mean, come on. People, you know, this isn't the, this isn't the act, uh, actions of, of a sane, rational person. No, not at all. But this is, I, I, this is the world we're in now. We allow a one-time visit with a sheriff's officer in situations like that for people to go back and get their belongings, Bowie said. Ms. Kingsley failed to receive the testicles from the refrigerator at that time. If they were so important to her, she had the opportunity to grab them, and she didn't, he said (laughs) during the hearing. She had the opportunity to grab her testicles. Yes, somehow she didn't grab her testicles. (laughs) Woj told the judge he tossed out the testicles in July. So that right there, they went from January to July, at least with these testicles in the fucking house. Seven months. Just like, well, you you obviously don't want these things. I'm getting rid of them. But they had them in their fridge for seven months. Yeah. Yeah. I know. They were rotting in my fridge and it was disgusting. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. I've got food in there that I wanted to eat, he said. Yeah, well, I'm sure I'm sure they weren't contaminating the food being in a sealed jar. Uh, she didn't keep them in a biohazard container like she was supposed to. <laughs> a biohazard container. Well, they are human remains. I know, but but if they had them in a mason jar, a mason jar is sealed. You know, you you would you know when people are canning stuff. Yeah, I guess know, the, the mason jars are sealed. You know, so that's not like something's going to get in or get out of there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. All right, here's where your your head's about to explode. She told him her surgery at the Henry Ford Hospital in March 2022 cost twenty grand but noted that the state covered the charge because she's disabled. Oh boy. According to the outlet. That's just an elective surgery. And you just go, well, you know, the taxpayers will just pick it up. The state paid for that. You didn't, you're not going to be unjustly enriched. The judge told her, Yeah, told her. The two said they met on Facebook community in April of 2020. And moved in together in the fall of 2021 in the house Woj bought. They broke up in December 2022. Kingsley said he placed her testicles in a jar and stored them in the fridge because I deal with co- with drama because I deal with trauma with comedy. Shakespeare did it. This person is a fucking lunatic. Of course. She went to Woj's house a second time after retrieving her belongings, but he said he denied her entry because he felt she was harassing him. Well, did she have a legal reason to be there? Or or a sheriff to to escort her, yeah. Yeah, I mean, if you even watch like Casino, Mm -hmm. you know, when when, uh, Sharon Stone was going all batshit crazy, they had... They, uh, that uh, Ace had to let her into the house so she could grab some of her stuff. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it is, Skippy. This story is nuts. As <laughs> the author nuts. said at the top of the story, the nutty story. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Uh, let's see here. Uh, Bowie said that he had the right to deny her entry because she'd already been inside a month earlier. Right. Kingsley appeared to poke fun at her missing gonads in a TikTok video in 2022 entitled The Unboxing of D's Nuts. <laughs> in it, she opened a box and removed a bag labeled Biohazard. Smiling coyly as she put her fingers to her mouth and repackages it, suggesting that they were her testicles and ending with a dance. In 2020, Kingsley pled guilty to misdemeanor assault and was sentenced to two months in the slammer after she pulled a knife on her then roommate, also a trans woman, on Christmas Day. Yeah, this is this is a very stable person here. Yeah, it is. So would you, would you like to see the uh, video? Oh, there's a video. There's a video. I have let's not watched this, but well, let's, let's see what see this the video. is. Let's see what the, I'm oh, there she is. Ugh. This is the unboxing of these nuts. What, what guy would be attracted to that? Go, man, <laughs> that, that he, she is hot. Ooh, I got to get, I got to get that. Move, I got to move in with him. <laughs> I got to get some of that. Yeah. I mean, she looks like an old lady. <laughs> awful yuck let's get full sound here all right here we go the unboxing of d's nuts here we go (laughs) jesus are you kidding to know how she got out of paying the other dude for embarrassing him i don't know i think the judge didn't want nothing to do with with any of this i know because you know if he made her if he he accepted the case or made a ruling on it and it went one way or the other people were going to be upset so it's just like yeah i'm just gonna you know you take you go your way you go your way nobody gets the balls yeah get out of here yeah beat it you and your balls beat it yeah (laughs) so there you have it that's what's going on in our world today oh boy (laughs) (laughs) nasty yeah an old russian lady Exactly. exactly oh boy so there you have it that's what's going on out there gross it is gross dude it's horrible so you got another, do you have another real world story? That's the only really real world story. I have. Um, let's see here. I got a couple stories here. Okay. Um, these are all, these are all music related. St- wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I might be say, I got a bunch of music stuff too. Oh, here we go. All right. I got another one. Um, Oh, this is a music related story too. I, I, I got a bunch of music related stories. So oh, let's just get into music. All right. Um, here's, here's, and again, this goes back to the world that we live in. Mm-hmm. Are you, I, I know you're not a big country fan. 
Not really. I mean, it's yeah. okay. I mean, I'm sure you know some names, you know, obviously. Sure. You know, Kenny should... Chesney, make my tractor sexy. Yeah, well, I'm I you know, I'm know that Mr. I should have been a cowboy passed away this year or this this week rather. Coat Toby Keith, yeah. Yeah, he he passed away this mm-hmm. this week. Yeah. Well, anyway, every time there's a artist out there, especially somebody who kind of has a conservative bent, mm-hmm. some liberal douchebag has always got to make an issue where no issue exists. Okay. Well, are you familiar? There, There's a country star out there. I don't know this guy from Adam, but his name is Luke Combs. Yeah, I know of Luke Combs. Okay. I don't know his music, but I know of him. Well, apparently... He covered the Tracy Chapman song, Fast Car. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, won a Grammy and, this week, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so uh, his rendition of Fast Car, I guess, has been very popular, you know, in the last year, within this last year. And, you know, this, this hit was made by a black woman back in the late 80s. Well, it came out like in 89, I think, somewhere yeah, around there. something like that, yeah. Yeah, so... Because she's a special black lady, not only is she black, but she's also a lesbian. Oh, is she? I did not so, know that. So, so she's got she's got a cup. She's got three check marks next to her identity politics. She's okay. black, she's a woman, and she's a lesbian. Oh well then she's she's more than qualified to be respected press, like the, no, she's more than qualified to be the press secretary of the <laughs> right. <laughs> For the Biden administration, because that's, that's right. Okay. But anyway, so this this uh, this uh, Luke Combs covered her song, and it blew up real big, and put it back on the charts. And you know, obviously, Tracy Chapman is reaping the benefits of this. You know, the the residuals of the cover, and you know, this Luke Combs, he's got a hit on his hands, and yada yada yada, and. People can't just celebrate music without making it an issue. Sure. Well, because he's a country singer and the majority of country singers have a conservative event about them. And because Mm -hmm. he's a white man. Oh my God. uh, This is the white man taking advantage of the black again and capitalizing on, on having success off the back of a off the blacks. You've got to be kidding me. No, I'm not kidding. So we're making an issue where no issues exist, but you're doing this just to stir the pot for no apparent reason. Because nobody's ever done a cover song before. Well, cover is one thing, but this is a white man covering a black lesbian woman's song. (laughs) I see. You see, you're, 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 you know, you're, uh, encroaching on the the magical the magic negro here i guess so <laughs> there's a good chance chance the lines you got a fast car have strummed their way onto your radio in the last year and not because it's magically 1988 again tracy chapman's hit song has a resurgence thanks to the country star luke combs who whose cover went platinum in july of 2023 and is now up for a grammy award Chapman surprised audiences by appearing at the February 4th ceremony to perform alongside Combs, mark, make, marking a full circle and an emotional uh, moment for fans. So, 
apparently Tracy Chapman has no issue with this because she oh, she's happy making some coin. Well, not only that, but she appeared live. She's, she hasn't really been in the spotlight in a long time. And I guess mm-hmm. she doesn't really perform often. Yeah. And, you know, she doesn't give interviews and stuff. She's sort of like semi-retired, I guess, for mm-hmm. the most part, as far as I know. Sure. And she came out of her retirement or whatever to appear and sing along with him. Right. Right. So she's got no issue. But this author of this article has an issue and trying to stir up, stir something up that doesn't exist. Right. Uh, the song won the first two awards at the CMA awards on November 8th of 2023 out of Nashville single of the year and song of the year. I'm supposed to be talking. I think Combs 33 said about accepting the single of the year award. First and foremost, I want to thank Tracy Chapman for writing one of the best songs of all time. Chapman wasn't present at the awards show, but said in a statement that it was truly an honor for my song to be newly recognized after, after its debut. So she's, she's happy as shit. Yeah. She's happy that she's She's been in the limelight again. She's not out there making issues. Combs is a country superstar known for his traditional sound and personal lyrics. Chapman 59 is a, Black queer singer songwriter. See, see, who she fucks and sucks in her bedroom has to be uh, brought to the forefront here. Of course it does. Why does that have to be an issue? Who we cares? need to know that. Why? Because you couldn't write that song if you were straight and white. No way. So, so she is a black queer singer songwriter who made waves in the music industry in the 80s and the 90s there's no way a straight white person could have experienced a fast car right of course didn't happen it only happens to queer lesbos right of course now the seemingly unlikely duo are making music history fast car was big when it came out in 1988 it scored a number six ranking on billboards hot 100 and earned chapman one of the three grammys she took home that year but it's just as big now. Combs' version is number one on the Billboard Country Airplay chart in July and landed at the number two spot on the Billboard Hot 100. The reemergence of the always popular song was also been met with controversy ah. as people examine. No, you examine. Yeah. Not people. How about you. if we say it the way it is? As racists examine this as... As racists and bigots made an issue of it. No, I don't think it's racists and bigots. It's people who are agenda driven make this an issue. I'd like to say racists and bigots. I'll stand by that. All right. They're bigoted. They're bigoted against white people. Period. Okay. Anti-whiteism. Anti-white. That's racist. Yeah. As people examine what it takes to make a country it and who can make one. So, so now we're going to go, well, this person certainly isn't going to be able to get into that upper echelon because of their, now it's a classist thing. It's a, it's a racist thing. It's a, um, uh, identity politics thing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, so here, and, it, and obviously from what I've witnessed with Tracy Chapman performing the song with him and her making comments that she's happy as hell that it came back around and 
You know, she, she obviously has no issue with this. She's thrilled, but, but somebody else has to take up this, this mantle to say, you know, you should be outraged that some white man is, is capitalizing on your, the sweat of your brow. Right. You know, and that's what they're trying to do here. Yeah, of course. Um, Combs frequently covered Chapman's fast car during live concerts, but only released his cover as part of his March album, getting old In doing. So he became one of the many singers to pay homage to Chapman's songs. Sam Smith, Justin Bieber and Khalid also covered it. The country star said he was first drawn to the song while driving with his father. There was this one song that really stuck out to me. It was called fast car. That song meant a lot to me since then for my whole life. I always think about my dad when it comes on and us spending time together. He said in a live uh, interview, when the cover came out, Combs said he hadn't heard from Chapman telling the YouTuber Grady Smith, he didn't have to seek approval from Chapman since he adhered to the very, very specific list of things he could and couldn't do. In July, Chapman, who hasn't given an interview in years, told Billboard of the resurgence, I never expected to find myself on the country charts, but I'm honored to be there. I'm happy for Luke and his success and grateful that the new fans have found and embraced Fastcar. So she's like cool with it. It's like, yeah, she's like, fine, whatever. Hey, hey. In his in his own subsequent conversation with Billboard, Combs expressed gratitude to Chapman. Oh man, Fast Car has surprised me more than you can imagine. Tracy Chapman wrote this perfect song that I first heard when with my dad, and it stayed with me since. I've played it at my live shows now for six plus years, and everyone, and I mean everyone, across the stadiums relates to the song and sings along. That's the gift of a super a supernatural songwriter. The success of my cover is unreal, and I think it's cool that Tracy is getting recognized and has reached a new milestone. I love that she's out there feeling all the love that she gave me, and she gave me a shout-out. So thank you, Tracy. Wow, what a dick. Yeah. <laughs> so, so What an ungrateful we- asshole this Luke Combs is. <laughs> yeah. So... What's the controversy over fast car? You might be asking. (laughs) Yeah, I'm asking. All right. Uh, Though many celebrated the recognition for Chapman's work, questions arose for some surrounding the roles of race, gender, and sexuality in Combs success. Nobody's asking those questions. No, only you dickhead. Only you. You agenda, yeah. you agenda driven asshole. You're That's the one. Right. I, I, this is, this is a, uh, um, a, uh, Sean, uh, what's the guy, the MMA Sean guy? Strickland. This is a Sean Strickland moment where he says, you know what? You're the fucking disease. You're the problem. You know? Yeah. Uh, in the Washington post article considered to be the genesis of the debate, Emily Yar, Y A H R wrote, Although many are thrilled to see Fast Car back in the spotlight and the new generation discovering Chapman's work, it's clouded by the fact that as a black queer woman, see, that's clouding it. Yeah. Tracy Chapman did not come out on the stage and go, well, as a black queer woman. And, and, And more to the point, Tracy Chapman has never been regarded 
as anything but the chick that's saying fast car. Exactly. I mean, honestly, she's never been I, like an advocate. Think, I don't think anybody even knew what her sexual preferences were. Oh, she certainly was not listed as one of those advocacy people. No, I, I don't think I ever heard her mention that even in her own personal interviews back in the day. No, never. You know, so, so here's somebody trying to, well, we're going to stand up for you, Tracy. You, you don't realize how you're being taken advantage of, and we're going to point it out to you. So let's get some shock and outrage going. Shall we? <laughs> <laughs> um, getting back to it, it's, it's clouded by the fact that as a black queer woman, Chapman 59 would have almost zero chance of that achievement herself in country music. Well, she's not a country music artist. Yeah. How, how, and let's be honest, what year is this? Maybe in 1989, that might've been true, but correct me if I'm wrong. Darius Rucker is one of the biggest artists in country music right now. Yeah, he is a black a, guy. Yeah. He's a crossover artist. Yeah. But he's not a black queer woman though. Not true. <laughs> Yar true. interviewed black individuals working in the music industry who expressed mixed feelings about the situation. They are, they are glad to see Chapman's music receiving recognition and exerting influence, but they also feel uneasy oh. about Holmes' overwhelming success in light of his white male identity. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> see what I mean? You're, you're making something out of nothing. You're making this an issue. On, the, on what? Go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, on one hand, Luke Combs is an amazing artist, and it's great to see that someone in country music is influenced by a black queer one. How many times are you going to throw that in there? As many times as they can, apparently. She's just a, she's just a black woman who wrote a song that was popular, and he mm -hmm. covered. You're the one throwing in her sexual her sexual preferences. Nobody else is. Yeah, nobody. That's really exciting. Holly G founder of the black country music organization, black Opry. But at the, at, at the same time, it's hard to really lean into that excitement, knowing that Tracy Chapman would not be celebrated in the industry without that kind of a middleman being a white man. Oh, shut up. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> Some have pushed back against the perspective expressed in Yar's article, arguing that it turns out uh, what should simply be a cause for celebration into a debate unnecessarily focused on race. Mm -hmm. In a commentary piece for The Atlantic, Connor Federstorff wrote that uh, he was concerned about Yar overemphasizing racial identity in her argument, as he should. And, and believe me, the, uh, the, uh, Atlantic is no conservative piece either. <laughs> he cited Chapman's individual success and in the fact that she's not a country singer in arguing that to choose the fast car news peg for exploration of queer black exclusions forces the article to proceed not with real stories of the dynamics of race and sexual orientation and country music, but with the speculative hypothesis about how it feels like identity functions. 
Right. It's like so stupid. Yeah. Just however, however, others expressed agreement with Yar and dissatisfaction with the dominance of whiteness and maleness in the country music oh, good. industry. People of color and women rarely get any play on country stations. Yeah, you know why? Because people of color don't listen to that music. That's not their forte. Dude, you work in a, you work in a neighborhood that is yeah. primarily dominated by people of color. Is that accurate? Yeah, yeah. There, there is a quite a citizenry of people of color in the area. Yes. And I've been there, and I know you've heard this. You hear the radios as they drive oh, by. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All the time. Boom, 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 boom. How many times have you heard Tracy Chapman Fast Car played? Never. How many times have you heard Garth Brooks popping out of a car? <laughs> Never. How many times have you heard Kenny Chesney bumping? Not, can't say that I have. You've never heard a country song no. coming out of uh, out of there. Black people don't listen to country music by and large. Yeah, that's not it, their. It's not their thing. Yeah, it's just not their thing. You know what? People that live in trailer parks don't listen to classical music. It doesn't happen. Right. You're allowed to say that you're allowed to accept that the reason that there aren't so many black artists is because they weren't raised in it. <laughs> All of these the, fucking the artists, where do country artists come from? The backwoods of fucking Georgia or Nashville. They're raised in it. Yeah. Tennessee. They're raised in that music. Kentucky. Yeah. I mean, fucking a. What a dumb argument this is. I know. That's what I'm saying. I was listening to OKQ this morning, and they played five male artists before they played a female artist. Yeah, because female artists sell about one-fifth as much as, as male artists, unless their name is Taylor Swift. Yeah, and she's not really country. She's just no. a, she's a crossover artist. She put the cunt in country, though, that's for sure. <laughs> it grinds my gears that Luke Combs remade a song that was near perfect, and now it's getting a ton of play. Every time I hear the remake, I wish I were hearing the original. Oh, shut up. Them, them fucking cue it up on Spotify, cuntbag. <laughs> Stop listening to the radio and listen on Spotify. You can hear it all day long. Yeah, who listens to radio? That's the yeah. whole thing. It's just amazing to me. Richard Cooper, African-American studies uh, program coordinator at Widener University, feels positively about Combs' success since it sparked a wave of appreciation for and attention to Chapman's work. I'm just happy that Tracy is getting recognition and money for her work. Uh, yeah. Looking ahead, Cooper is interested to see what happens on Combs' end. The question is, one would think at some venue somewhere, someday, that either they would perform together, which they did online, they did, on yeah. television, worldwide television, or she would open for him some kind of collaboration. He said, well, they did. Yeah. Combs manager, Chris uh, Cappy told billboard Combs would be more than excited to sing with Chapman as of the uh, 2024 Grammy Grammys. The collaboration did take place. Cooper says it's important to have conversations about race in light of history of racial marginalization in the music industry and white artists getting success for black artists work. 
these kind of debates, I think, are great because they have an opportunity to raise a larger question about the fact that in terms of airplay on largely country stations, you're not going to see a black woman, black queer woman <laughs> that get that kind of exposure or airplay had they released just the original song Cooper said. So these conversations are important to have. No, they're Stop not. The sexual identity. It does not matter. important. It's it not important matter. at all. It's not important at all. Wasn't Katie Katie Lang is a lesbo, right? Yeah. Melissa she, Etheridge? Yeah. They they they're very popular or were. I'm not sure what, what she's done lately, mm -hmm. but regardless of that, you know, she was a you know, she had the hacked off hairdo. There was no yeah. no uh you know mistaking what her sexual identity was, but she was still popular mm -hmm. in country music, right? Yeah, I think recently that little Nas X, I think I'm pretty sure he likes the dick and um and he had success on country radio. I know it's not gay woman, but you know oh, what? Well, it's, how, about it's gay the, dude. how about the um what were those two chicks? Uh the uh Indigo Girls. Yeah, the Indigo Girls. Oh, weren't they very popular and they were lesbos, right? I think so, yeah. Yeah. This is a nonsensical article. That's my point. Yeah, it's dumb. I brought it up. It was just like, why are you harping on a on a situation? Why are you trying to make an issue out of something where there's no issue? That's right. I agree. You're just doing this just to just to I don't know what it is. Make a name for yourself. Stir mm -hmm. the pot. You know. Stir the pot. Cause problems. Yeah. Uh, well, that's what people do now. They just stir the pot and cause problems. I have an example of that. If you're done. Yeah, I'm we done. Do. That's it. It's over. All right. So we'll 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 keep into this topic for one more quick one. So we have covered, and you mentioned Sean Strickland a little bit ago. We've covered how the UFC does not give a fuck about. Why would they? That's what's that's being their, said, right? Well, that's their that's their um, image. Yeah, they're they're a I don't give a fuck tough guy image. Mm -hmm. Well, of course, there was a. Um, there was a, a fighter that was interviewed. I only know this because I was watching Power Slap last night. Last night was Power Slap 6. Okay. And, um, and they did. The, this was weird all by itself. They did the wackiest, weirdest interview section between the prelims and the, the main event fights. Okay. And they had this chick named Nina Drama, who I was not familiar with. Okay. But uh, she apparently does kind of wacky interviews, I guess. All right. And they were doing some wacky interviews. Some of it was funny. Like Charles Barkley was on there being interviewed, and he was he was really pretty funny. He's like, so I can't say fuck or shit on this fucking thing, right? You know, he was just like <laughs> dropping F-bombs. That was great. Right. And, and, and she was asking funny questions and whatnot. So I looked up this Nina drama because she's kind of hot and funny and you know, was entertaining me for like 15, 20 minutes. And I was, so I looked her up. Well, apparently she's been involved in a controversy because of something that one of these fighters said to her. And again, the agenda faggots <laughs> trying to stir shit up with her. Right. Of course. So I have the clip. I'm not even going to tell you what, what was said. I, I pretty sure this is the clip. Check out it. I'll admit this is a clip. I don't know what this guy was thinking to ask this, but okay, whatever he did. 
and then I'll tell you what, what went on here. So check this All out. Right. All right. All right. I've got a question. Okay. Have you ever been fingered by an MMA fighter before? Finger? Yeah, fingered. No. What would it take to you? To finger me? Yeah. Like, are we talking about the same <laughs> thing? Fiddle your pooter? I mean, that's kind of what, what we're saying here. Yeah. You know, and, and I mean, it's a crazy question. Well, it, it is. is. And it's, it, 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 it's just, well, first of all, it seems just out of context. I mean, it's just like, yeah. Why, why would you just blankly ask that question? I know it, it's, it's bizarre. Yeah. And, and of course, all of the feminazi support people went all fucking berserk. You know, they went all they went all stupid and how could this dana's got to step in and dana white is letting them go rogue and they're not respecting women and this and that right okay well nina drama came out and said wasn't was not offended at all wasn't offended at all she's actually friends with the guy tom tom aspinall okay yeah she's friends with them and it's kind of they they joke online like in dms and stuff like with really dirty humor yeah so so he tried to get a shocking Ma moment in there yeah he tried to make her uncomfortable yeah, with how they are in real life is what he was doing right and and but she she had to come out because there was just this onslaught of people saying that aspernall should be banned and how oh. dare he be such so anti-woman and yeah, degrading up. and this and and she she came out and was like shut the fuck up you know it's ridiculous but admittedly that is fun, that that's a pretty crazy question <laughs> I, it is it's like, why, why would you you know have you ever let a mma fighter diddle your pooter <laughs> It's pretty funny <laughs> but like, yeah so well, that's okay but but i mean it's again it's the same thing people just looking for a reason if she would have come out and said hey this wasn't cool what is this guy doing asking me about fucking finger banging me now you got a reason but when she same with tracy chapman same exact scenario if the person isn't making an issue of it why, why are, you are you making an issue of it because because it's the whole white knight you know yeah. I, gotta, I gotta ride in and save the day yeah these people are professionals at being being in the limelight they know what they're willing to take and what they're not willing to take so shut the fuck up reporter douchebag yeah. jesus yeah i agree so yeah so anyway that's that's what's going on in power slap <laughs> All right, very good. Well, I say we uh, we wrap this segment and get into uh, get into the sponsored segment. Ooh, all so, right. Uh, we'll play a few tunes. So, uh, what do you like to hear? How about if we go with um, some Candlemas, um, a tale of comparison or creation? I don't know what it's called. A tale of something. It's on the Tales of Creation record so i think it's called a tale of creation yeah the song is tale a tale of creation yeah yeah all right all right well, we're gonna play a few tunes we'll come back and get into the sponsored segment of the cms so cool. uh here it is uh this is candle mass with a tale of creation exclusively here on your classic metal show 
Do you want to watch the classic metal show all day long? Do you have a Roku? If your answers are yes and yes, then you need to get Wowza TV on your Roku. It's free to install and brings you the classic metal show on your TV 24-7. Just look up and install Wowza TV in the Roku streaming store and you can enjoy the CMS all day and night right on your TV. Yes, folks, this includes the live editions of the CMS as well. Install Wowza TV now on your Roku and never be without the classic metal show again. Hail and kill.